0: Good morning, everybody. R.I.P. to Mac Miller. This is Sam McSwain with Catch Up Talk. I have a special guest in appearance. His name is Malik Curley. Um, I don't think he really needs much introduction, but uh, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and let him put him put his name out there. What's going on, man? What's up? Yeah. Well, there it is. Our boy chilling. Uh, so. We're pretty much gonna go over a few hot topics of this week. Um one of which is uh the sudden death of uh, you know, one of the great rap stars, Mac Miller. Um, you know, that was definitely a great inspiration to me and everything I see in music. Um he's definitely close to my age as well, so I always felt like I've grown with him in this uh in this music thing. Uh what do you have to say about that, Mr. Curly? I
1: think that our community needs to put impact on, on drugs more. Mm-hmm. Uh, Him being a very impactful artist for me, like just being like from where he's from and his his background and how he got into the game, I think that he's very impactful. But I feel like also his love for music was definitely there, but also we need to start putting an impact on drugs in our community. Right, and how
0: serious it is, man. You're right, man. I mean, it's kind of crazy how these artists are. um, And he wasn't exactly one of them that would just just straight promote as much as he would talk about, you know, because obviously he was going through it. The And the crazy thing about this death is that I felt, from listening to his album, I was like, oh, man, he's going through something real dark. He's coming out of it. Um, he's getting off of these drugs that he's talking about. Um, and to hear that it was an apparent drug overdose is sad. Um, not sad as that I'm you know not proud of him. Or if I'm looking down on him, it's just sad that uh, it sounds like he's crying out for help. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you said, we definitely need to put a... We need to you know, we need to get more serious on stopping this stuff because the kids aren't getting it. You know, they don't understand it. It's only cool to them right now. And especially when you get into these bad places, uh, you know, and you wanna KOD it, you know, like J. Cole say, you wanna kill off your demons, um, but it's hard. You know what I mean? It's hard, man. Um but um, you know, going onto a, a a much more exciting topic or how you feel about this, um this Cardi B and Nicki Minaj situation. I see they had a little scuffle. Uh,
1: I think that Nicki Minaj is the offensive person. Cardi B is just defending herself, her being Cardi B. You already know how Cardi B is. Uh, Nicki Minaj feels threatened by her position uh, in the music industry. I can agree. Being on top by herself and nobody there for a minute. and You have somebody new come in, and she came in just killing the game. And she hit the yeah. ground running. So
0: so what do you think uh, the, the, the natural beef was in this little scuffle? Do you, what do you think sparked it? I think it's just Cardi B's position. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like you think like Nikki was like, you know, I ain't worried about saying hi to her or something. Or yeah. You think some just like just rubbed her the wrong way and I think some definitely rubbed Cardi the wrong way. I feel that. I feel yeah. that. Um so you know, we'll we'll figure out those details in the future. Um but for right now, what we have seen is the this new Kanye West <laughs> little pump collab, man, that that was a that's different. Um yeah. You, what do you how you feel about that? Do you love it? Like,
1: like I told like I told you before this one, I told you, man, that they look like little lake they look like the Lego people. Yeah, yeah. They, they did That that was different. Yeah. It's definitely a different vibe, but it's gonna get people to look at it. Kanye's good at that man. Yeah, and then also uh the message like we were
0: stating, uh the message is it's a it's a different type of message for our generation. Oh facts, facts. Yeah. I mean, um you know it's like are we going back towards Uncle Luke days yeah. you know um, because just putting it out there even even um, you know the way the song even started off was uh, pretty significant you know it was pretty out there it wasn't holding back a lot of stuff you know um, you know, you know, know they, they couldn't say the
1: shit they wanted to say they had the fake orgasms and shit we can tell niggas today hey I wanna come, motherfucker you're such
0: a fucking whore. I love it. Uh-huh. <laughs> fucking I love it. So, I mean, I think even the opening statement um the opening statement of that was crazy because uh that comedian she's always gone about her her jokes that way. She's always been out there. She's been different from uh the way she's held her standards uh, much differently from the way women's standards were held back in the day. And uh, I mean, looking at where we are right now, it seems as if this song is putting out the freedom that women have right now, which is, you know, they don't have to all be, you know, these ladies wearing dresses. You know, some of them feel like, hey, this is how I want to act. This is how I can act. So this is where it's at. So, uh, I mean, I obviously don't have a position on speaking with how a lady feels about this. But I definitely think it's different. I think it might uh, switch up the change of... Um, switch up the our course of music, um on but only time will tell. We'll see about that. But um how you feel about this NFL boycott, man? Um I hear that there's some people who don't like how the NFL isn't really um um handling this social justice situation as best way as they could. Um, you know, you have the Jerry Jones stuff going on, um, you know, uh where he's saying that, you know, the players have to uh, go they they have to stand for the national anthem. Um with that pertaining to Colin Kaepernick, where do you see us uh, headed? I think the the whole situation and whatever's being,
1: what's being done currently. I feel like both sides have. We have to understand each other's position, and we have to respect the opinions of others. One of our amendments and our rights is to be able to petition, and we have the freedom of speech. So I think that everybody should be able to do that, however they want to. Right. If, as long as it's peaceful, as the as as our rights say. Right. Uh. And as far as the the, the boycott, it's like. When you have when you have issues as this issues that pertain to stuff like this, you are gonna have those situations. So, uh,
0: those things are gonna happen. So, okay, so um, as far as this Nike ad that was just put up, man, I mean, do you think that's gonna shut down the NFL? Do you think that um, you know they're on the right side of history? I think they're on the right side of history, but how you feel about this whole thing? Well everybody gives Nike this aura
1: if they don't care because they're too big but this is definitely a step in the right way to show people that they do care about people if if that's the message that they're trying to give off like we care Mm -hmm. about people and it's beyond just you know like beyond what people may think that we do so
0: definitely a power play
1: yeah definitely a power play but uh I think I think if anybody's too if, 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 like I said like if anybody wants to waste their money by burning jerseys or something like that they can give them to the me like burning jerseys burning shoes like I'm not doing that right it's my money that I spent so right. I'm not doing that that's
0: just my small little side facts facts I understand that man um so um you know going off from a Nike from the Nike ad let's go ahead and dip into the political side of things um you know early in the year the president said get those SOBs off the field yeah. um you know uh I mean, let's go ahead and dive onto it t r u m p I mean how you feel about how this man is going about his position in office and then the the attack of athletes the the not speaking up of certain social injustices like what do you think that has to say in in the in the in the in our community uh I
1: feel like we used to praise Donald Trump for money. And the, the, Facts, man. And the, like, we used to praise this for money. Like, I made a mixtape in high school. Uh-huh. And on the mixtape was a Donald Trump song. And basically, it, it just takes me, like, praising Donald Trump for the money he has. You know what I mean? Because that's what we see as being successful. It's Facts. money. But now, people may feel as if Donald Trump, like, that's all he cares about. He kind of has, like, that Kanye West aura. Yeah. Like, he cares, but then he only cares to a certain extent. The stuff that he says... He doesn't really maybe
0: me don't think it
1: through. Yeah. <laughs> Even back to us. Ain't that crazy, yeah. man? I mean, just, just real quick. Uh yo' Yeah.
0: That's real, man. You know, um, on that Donald Trump shit, man. So I, I I think um I think he's had such a crazy impact on everybody that he definitely could have went about this whole election a different way. Um, you know, I don't know if anybody forgot, but I definitely forget about the jabs that President Obama, you know, um humorously threw at him uh, which I feel like that was the day that marked, okay, we're about to go after it. Like, where Donald Trump said, so you know what? All right, you want to play with me? You want to play with my name? I'm coming after this. I'm coming after that throne. I know I can take it. I think that his position in the office just shows how phony our political system was in the first place, if you ask me. I've always uh, believed that it was a money game, and even upon studying it in college and realizing, well, I don't know, it seems like a you know, campaign only exists if, uh, you know, it's... As long as it's the amount of money that exists in it. And for him, it seems like he doesn't have to worry about something like that when when running a campaign. He just has to worry about showing up because the money's going to be there. Yeah. I mean, this is the same guy that used Twitter to get thousands of people to rally up the night before the election. That right there is power, my friend. But yeah. only money can make that type of power happen, right? Um, so uh, I am interested to see how he goes about the rest of this election. Um, though I'm, you know, I can only, I can only, Tom will only tell, my brother. Uh, but I mean, go ahead real quick to close this out, man. Go ahead and let people know about your uh, new company you just started up, dude.
1: Yeah, I just started Stadium Bags. It's just to to to. How do you spell that? Stadium Bags. S T A D I U M. Okay. B A G Z. Okay, you got the Z at the end. Baby. So it's a, it's an online company that I wanted to start, and it it just really like pushes out uh or
0: it. Supplies for the demand of the clear bag policy. Right, right, at whatever right. level
1: concerts.
0: Uh, but with the style, the I know you. Clear. I know you like the style, man. This yeah. this guy right here has a lot of sauce, dude. I mean, yeah. so so you, this right here puts people in a, in a much more comfortable state because they're not just getting some little weak plastic bags yeah. and stuff. This is real high quality stuff. So, um I mean, I definitely love yeah. it, man. Big things coming your way from this man, Malik Curly, dude. I appreciate you for coming in. And talking to us about these hot topics, man. If anybody has any questions, concerns, or any uh, opinions that they would like to put in on this matter. And just give Catch Up Talk a shout out. Uh, but I appreciate you, man. My dude. Be in there. My brother. Stay supreme. Um, so, this is Ketchup Talk. Everybody have a good day. And we're going to holler at y'all later. Peace and love.